sack sets it up. The defense held. The electrifying hill finishes it off for Tua Tagovailoa. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. I love you, Kevin Harlan. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Back to the NFL, back to the games. Giants at Cardinals. Oh, boy, this is why we get red zone to watch a game like this. Giants are, they were four and a half point favorites. That number has since moved to four. The total is 39 and a half. And as I mentioned before, Aaron, I am backing the Cardinals in this spot in large part because New York may have the second worst offensive line in football, maybe third worst offensive line in football. And they're going up against a pass rush for Arizona. It's not as bad as you might think. In fact, it's actually more of the middle of the pack. If you date things back to last season, their pressure rate is 34 and a half percent. That's roughly in the middle of the pack. It's not terrible. And what we saw in game one against the Cowboys was that the Giants Boy, you have one fantastic pass rusher like the Cowboys obviously do, and they have many others. But if you have one and you're trying to double-team him or do whatever, that certainly open thing, opens things up for everybody else. And so I look at this and say, maybe there's not that one dominant pass rusher for the Cardinals, but I think that unit is more than serviceable enough to put Daniel Jones in tricky spots. And it's also something, I guess, in general, where, yeah, we may be down on Arizona in general, but they're not going to go 0 and 17, right? Like, I don't think it's that bad for them. They may win a game somewhere. Why not the first home game against the reeling giants? I think this is the spot for the giants. I don't have a play here yet. Giants minus four feels just fine to me. The Cardinals didn't even score a touchdown. They lacked explosion everywhere. They looked horrible and I get it. So did the giants, but I think the giants have a lot to prove that they weren't, as bad or they're not going to regress as much as people are saying they will. And I think they have the better roster. I think they have the better head coach. So it's giants minus four for me, Joe. Oh man. Ed's right about that line. It's so bad. It wasn't just that the Cowboys have an elite pass rush. I mean, the right side gave up five sacks in that game, just the right side. It is so pathetic. Um, Jones ended up throwing a couple of touchdowns. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull the trigger on the Giants in a survivor play. I've got three spots, and I don't know if I want to give up one of them. I'll, I'll just be disgusted. I'll just be so angry. Was Dobbs terrible? I want to say no, and that's not a soft no. defense in Washington. He's, I know they didn't get into the end zone, but I don't think he was as bad as many people were expecting. For what it's worth, Daniel Jones has been a much better quarterback on the road. Not sure that that continues. I'm not touching the point spread. This is probably going to be, you know, like a field goal game or something like that. And maybe I end up taking the Giants, but it's not with a lot of confidence. I just trust Dayball versus Gannon. And I know Dayball's going to have them ready after such an ugly performance. Uh, after yeah. a loss last year, he was terrific. And, and there was a, certainly a luck factor involved with uh, the Giants' 2022 season. But uh, I, I do think the Giants are going to win this game, and there is no way I'm touching this ATS, though. <laughs> 
for those who are watching on Twitch and YouTube, by the way, uh, Joe got a migraine over the course of discussing this game, which is uh, yeah. probably not surprising. That probably not surprising at all, given uh, what we're dealing with here. You mentioned Dobbs being not terrible in week one against uh, the Commanders. 21 of 30, 132 yards. Passer rating was pretty poor at, at 78.8, but you know, with a 70, uh, 70% completion rate, it's definitely something right. where the short game, quicker passes, things like that. This is a Giants defense that leaves something to be desired, and so I feel like that the shorter, quick game – can be something that at least keeps the Cardinals in it. I mean, four is, you know, a yeah. bit of a larger number, and I get that the, the spread's moving a little bit, Aaron, but at, at the same time, you know, what props would you back at a game like this? I just don't know who Daniel Jones is throwing the ball to. And when it comes to, say, like pocket manipulation and things like that, yeah, Daniel Jones is, is fast and he's, he's a great athlete, but the pocket presence is something I would be concerned about in a game like this. That's a good point. Props for this game is not something that I looked at. All I know is I don't think Daniel Jones will want to get embarrassed again like he did last week, and he has an opportunity against one of the worst teams in the NFL. In terms of I, – I still stand by the giant side, but in terms of props, I'll probably spend my time elsewhere on the board. Yeah. Not that. And actually, had a – I wanted to ask you about Dobbs because uh, for yeah, those sure. that don't know, you did, you did work at, at Next Gen Stats, and it, it was interesting to me that he was second best completion percentage above expectation after uh, last week's game, and he had the highest aggressiveness rate uh, of, of any quarterback. So he's thrown into the tighter coverages. D- does that how 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 good is that like what does that what does that mean to you when you're evaluating a quarterback which you're not quite sure how good they are but they're aggressive does that mean that we might see some turnovers down the road how do you read that exactly right it's one of those things where when you're throwing into tight windows not that you have to avoid them in general in fact it's best if you don't because you want to make your offense as versatile as possible Uh, and you want a quarterback who can make such throws and it's something where I think we have to be careful when we look at an interception that we don't just assume it was the worst possible thing that could have happened because interceptions are tricky right like they're not sticky from one season to the next one game to the next so it's something where if you're throwing into tight windows that may have been the best option of all options considered and so when you look at uh, Dobbs's numbers as far as completion percentage over expected it's something that may not be sticky from one game to the next it may have been a little bit fluky especially when you're looking at this commander's defense from week one you go yeah the pass rush is great let's see how they do after that because if they're trying to you know just throw the kitchen sink at a younger quarterback who they believe won't be prepared for that that may be more of an indictment against commanders coaching and defensive play design more than it is anything else and yet Dobbs was still able to make some decisions and at least keep this game interesting will that happen here well I think the degree of difficulty is a good bit easier so Joe when I when I answer your question about CPOE I go it's, it's something that can be fluky after just one game, but it's also mm-hmm. something that at least shows a little bit of promise that, yeah, he may be put in some ricky, really tricky situations. Maybe he can bail himself out of it every now and again, and this might be the opportunity when he can do that. Okay, okay. It's, it's an interesting case. Um, I, yeah. I don't know what to do. I feel, I feel like the Giants confused me more than the Cardinals did. 
Like maybe we could see mm-hmm. some promise with Arizona and what they did, but just it, it was mm-hmm. a, a game that you just got to throw in the garbage if you're the Giants. So what are they going to be? Uh, I, I'm really uh, looking forward to finding out a little bit something about this team. If they're just going to be sitting in the basement all, all year in the NFC East or what? <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting. Hopefully they're not as bad as that week one performance. Oof. That was terrible. Yes, it was. All right, let's move on to – oh, here, we got Ed. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Hope you guys are... oh. <laughs> Give me a scare. <laughs> you and me both, sister. Uh, let's talk about uh, – He <laughs> is a three-point favorite on the road and totals 46 and a half. Guys – this is going to give me a migraine if I read this analysis one more darn time. And it is this notion that the Patriots are going to come out and play a ton of man coverage and Tyree Kill and company are really good against man coverage. Guys, did we just forget who the head coach for the Patriots is? Have we forgotten like all the Super Bowls yeah. he's won and how much of a defensive mastermind he is and things like that? Yes, the Patriots do play a lot of man coverage. I understand that. And then the personnel to play a lot of man coverage, that's fine. But don't you think that Bill Belichick knows how good the Dolphins are against man and that they're going to disguise these things just a little bit more, maybe play a little bit more zone or maybe make the man look different enough to where it confuses too a little bit? I get that. You know, Tagabiola is has played well against the Patriots, has that 4-0 winning record or whatever, that's fine. But part of that, too, is that the Patriots defensively, it's been a little inconsistent. I like this unit a little bit more this year. And this is a place where, yeah, the, the Dolphins may kind of come back down to reality offensively. And, yes, I do think that Mac Jones can play better. So the, the, what I really like in this game is the over 46 and a half. That's the play I really like. But I do feel mm-hmm. like that the Dolphins aren't going to run away with this thing. Alternate spread's a really bad idea. Patriots money line is not a bad idea. The over total is what I like, Aaron. But ultimately, I think this is something where we need to give a little bit more respect to Bill Belichick in a matchup like this. No, I agree. I definitely think that we need to consider that this is a Bill Belichick defense that this Dolphins team is going to be up against. So it may be a little closer in terms of the spread. Overall, though, Tua playing like he's playing right now, and Tyreek, 215 yards. Obviously, he's not going to be able to do that again, but his props at 84.5. There's an 83.5. I mean, I think that number... Is going to be gone as weeks go on. It's just going to go up and up. So I still lean Dolphins here, Joe. We talked a lot about the Dolphins winning the AFC East at three to one in the offseason. So we like this team. But I, I, with that said, I also believe that this is extreme overreaction on the Dolphins. They're now the favorite after one game to win the division. They go from third to first, and I get it with the Rodgers injury. <laughs> Um, but, I mean, for them to be favored over the Bills after one game, I think that's lunacy. I think Tua as a co-favorite for MVP is crazy, t- crazy town. Um, Tyreek as a Offensive Player of the Year favorite, I'm, I'm okay with that one. And I'm sick of hearing about how Tua has not lost to Belichick. 
oh, so that's just going to continue forever, right? They're going to play each other two times a year, and Belichick's never going to get the best of Tua. Like, he didn't spend the entire offseason knowing that we're, we're going to p- play this guy twice, and he's 4-0 against us, and we can't have this. We've got to scheme it. We've got to figure this out with the McDaniel offense. Like, of course that's what he was doing. But people think it's just going to continue. That's crazy. And, you know, the Dolphins, Armstead was limited yesterday. So maybe he's going to be out there this weekend. I am concerned with the Patriots. Two of their starters did not practice once again on Thursday. So check out the final injury report. But that Dolphins defense gave up a ton. Maybe it's going to take a little time because you're dealing with the Ramsey injury until likely late in the season. And, you know, the, the Dolphins said, go ahead, Chargers, go ahead and run it. Well, I don't think they're going to do the same. Vic Fangio's not going to do that with the Patriots because the Patriots will gladly do some of that. But I was impressed with what I saw out of Mac Jones last week against the Eagles. And there are no slouches when it comes to their defense. So I I like the Patriots plus three. I absolutely think uh, they're live to win this game. Wow, because that's what I was going to ask. I feel like the Dolphins are going to win by a touchdown. I just don't know how offensively the Patriots can keep up. I, I think they just slow them down enough. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking when it comes to an oversimplistic view of Bill Belichick in this defense, what does he do better than everyone else? What's the big cliche? He takes away the best player. He takes away the best weapon and exactly what an opposing offense wants to do. What do they want to do? Throw to Tyreek Hill. So if there's a prop I like, Jalen Waddell over 63 and a half receiving yards, that's tasty uh, at minus 120 for BetMGM. But Aaron, to answer your question, I think it's just something where, you know, it's not like the Dolphins are going to score on every possession. I feel like they, they will do enough to kind of contain them. And if Raheem Mostert is, you know, not as available for the Dolphins, is it something where they become a little one-dimensional and maybe that could prove problematic, especially against a pass defense that's kind of prepared for it? Perhaps. It is an interesting coaching matchup. I am intrigued. I just can't wait for this game. It's going to be fun all the way around. And unfortunately, a lot of props are not listed because I was looking to fade Juju. but his prop wasn't listed yet. But uh, Tyreek is listed. I haven't checked any others, just those two guys. But I cannot wait for this. I, I think as long I'm with Joe on the overreaction, but as long as two is healthy game to game, I still like the Dolphins in this spot. But I'm with you with the futures, like the division, the MVP. I, 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 I agree with that. But game to game, until unless, you know, until someone's hurt, and they're fully banged up, I still like the Dolphins. Do, do you guys think we're going to see Zeke after last week? Because that was a big fail sure. early on. You do? Okay. I was wondering if we we're going to see yeah, more Stevenson. I, I mean, we might, but still, though, I mean, like one game kind of, you know, getting into the fold, I mean, maybe it's a little forgivable. If it happens again, then yes, Zeke will be, mm-hmm. you know, taken down a good bit. But, but <laughs> yeah, one game, one pass, probably not overreact. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, the two-minute drill. Rapid fire talking weekly leaders and such right here on the BetQL Network.